Good morning, good evening and good night. You will note I haven't been away for very long. Um, and actually, that's not because things are great at the moment and I've got time to do this. The real reason I'm here is because I'm bloody frustrated. Um, and I need to have an outlet so you guys are the outlet. I honestly like need to calm down. I've literally spent the last week batting heads about support and adjustments and not just within my family but on a wider scale. And in that pocket of period of time or whatever you call it, that probably doesn't make sense. And I'm really sorry if I, 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 if if I garble a little bit, it's not intentional. I'm trying to make sense of my own thoughts and my ability to speak at the moment isn't great because I'm stressed and when I'm stressed I get words wrong. Um, so if I do say something wrong or within the wrong context, it's fine for you to challenge that or, or ask me what I mean, because it, you're probably right that that's not the right word, and, I, and even more so, I probably didn't even realise I'd said it or that I'd used it in the wrong context. So I'm going to share with you um, a conversation, I don't know if that's what it's called on Twitter, um, to-ing and throwing of comments that, that happened this week and then where my thoughts came into the the oh I'm going to go to bed and have a little think about it <laughs> which is what I do so somebody this week shared a comment that said can you answer me this is autism a disability or is it a different ability because different people use different terms and I'm not quite sure of the meaning um, so there was another Twitter account that basically shared the definition of what disability is and if you're not sure of what that is it's um, there's two areas really, and this is where the conversation got slightly muddied because with Twitter, people comment and then you reply, but somebody else might have commented in between. So it doesn't flow as well as, I guess, Facebook would. But that may be just because I'm not used to it, not necessarily because it's, you know, a fault with the process. It might just be me that's not understanding it. So... The other organisation um, shared the terms of reference to what constitutes as a disability. And it's basically a physical or mental condition that limits the person's movement centres or activities. Um, and it, I believe it has to have a long-term or substantial impact. Um, 
so it's obviously if, if it falls within that remit it would come under disability but we also need to remember that disability is you know you you're protected if you are labelled as disabled or if you are seen to be disabled under the Equality Act 2010. And this is where it became difficult because my response was, which I thought the, the response of the, the organisation, which I think was Autism Police Department or something, was perfect. So they'd basically referenced the, the definition of disability to the person who would ask the question. My response was, how's about we allow people to self-declare themselves as disabled rather than kind of the institute doing it? And then we got into a bit of a conversation and somebody, just a person at this point, it wasn't an organisation, it wasn't a company, but he, he seemed to be quite frustrated with that comment that I'd made. I don't know, um, I'm going to guess that he had a different experience to myself or... So his own experience may have given him his viewpoint or it may be indirect experience, I don't know. I think he might have said he was disabled, but I can't remember in truth. No, I'm sorry, I don't think he did it. I think it was a third person. Um, but basically he was arguing with me that you can't say you're disabled, you're not disabled if you are. And I was challenging that and saying, well, you can, because the, the definition is if it, it has an impact on you. And this is where I ended up overthinking things um, and I think it's justified but I, I believe I've got a, a balanced kind of thought process with it and, the, and, I, and I separated autism at this point because um, we was talking about disability at this point we obviously the question sparked because of the person's comment, but the term and, you know, collective disability as a whole doesn't, it, it's not, it's not exclusive to artistics. So that, that's kind of where I'd got to. And then, and, and the, my way in life is I have a bit of a think. So then I was thinking, now I have, some health needs that disable me. I'm aware that they disable me. Um, different extremities of dis disability, dis disability, debilitating. <laughs> Sorry about that. Different elements of debilitating kind of effects at different times. But there are other people that have some of the conditions that I have that I know wouldn't define themselves as disabled. And this is where I think it's important that we allow the person to own that label, I guess. Because if our whole 
existence and our whole support network or rights are around a diagnosis, I think that's limiting because we're all so different and the effects of something is different to us all. Why would we allow a system to define what our needs are? That's that I believe that's my right. It's my right to say, no, I can't do that. Um, I'm telling you I can't do that. That me being able or not being able to do something doesn't come from a diagnosis. It might highlight a need, but but my need's personal and that's what I was trying to get across really. So what I was and then I was thinking about it in, in a bigger reference and and understandably, often we seek a diagnosis if something is having a negative or long-term effect to our lives. Now that could be a couple of weeks, a couple of months, it could be years. We could be struggling with something within our lives for years and all of a sudden there might be something that comes to light that we think, right, I, this, I could go and get help for this. Now I know there's a name for it or there's a label for it or whatever else. But until we get that diagnosis, does that mean that, you know, we don't qualify for the support or the adaptions or, and that's kind of what I'm struggling with. Yeah, it doesn't sit well with me that, that we're waiting for systems to tell us that we're disabled. I believe I own that right, uh, that, you know, it's, it's down to me or you to, to define what my difficulties are and, and whether you think I'm right or you think I'm wrong, that's fine. Um, I also want to put a slight disclaimer in here because this is my views and if you disagree, that's absolutely fine. Um, but I'm not going to invalidate my own feelings on this because the, I believe they're relevant. Um, like I said, when I go into hospital, there is an array of people with the same diagnosis as me, but massively different elements of needs. And I've got a few friends who um, aren't disabled in any way from their diagnosis. Um, we also don't. We also need to remember we don't have the resources to, to kind of blanket everybody. So instead of it being diagnosis-led, in my opinion, we should be needs-led. If somebody defines themselves as as you know having a need, wh why are we taking the effort and the time to challenge that, or for, to make them prove that need? which can take years at times. You know, we're talking about, we go and meet people once, twice, three times who, yeah, understandably, have, you know, they've taken a long time through many areas of professionalism to, to be the specialist, that's totally fine. But there's nobody more specialist than I am on me. Um, I'm, not everybody, you know, wants to be as, as prepared and well read as, as I always am but because I'm, of my complexities I look into a lot of things so that when I go to see I've got uh, is it four specialists 
yeah I have four maybe five sometimes but two of them kind of pair up together specialists and when I go and see them sometimes you don't get to see your main consultant so you'll see a registrar so I'm quite well versed on you know my own needs what my blood should be what they shouldn't be what I'm experiencing what's unusual what's totally normal for me what you know doesn't concern me and I'm really lucky that the team around me are brilliant about that my consultant has kind of has empowered me to take ownership of my own needs um, he's really really good at, at making sure that I'm at the centre and, and you know that my views are always the ones that are paramount um, and very much around making sure that I'm seen as the expert um, and that's key into you know what might be a difficulty for one of us might not be for another so that that's kind of where I was trying to go with it so the other thing that I think is really relevant is why does the person who has the need have to be the one that's defined as disabled? So this was another point that I made. So in my house, um, I don't have many difficulties because there's lots of things in place to make life easier. Um, because that's what we do, don't we? we? We work around our needs. I've got friends with children who have disabilities and at home everything is what they need it to be so they're not disabled as such because the very definition of dis disability is that it's, you know, they're being substantially impacted. Well, as I said on my last vlog, some of the, well, probably all of the aids I use, maybe not my lung clearing ones because I don't like them, but... I understand the need for them. Well, actually, no, the need is it enables me to not have to be in hospital having them cleared and being on drips. But my aids enable me, they don't disable me. And that's the point. It's when we consider what disables us or what is disabling, well, it's not me, it's it's the outside entity. It's It's the barriers that I face because of my needs um, and that was the other point I think and again you know my needs are very different to somebody else's and, and the, one of the people I was talking to on Twitter made a perfect point and they said it's so easy to assume you know that building ramps that take I don't know twice as long to walk round is the solution because it's step-free access when actually somebody might not be able to walk for very long which is actually me that is my need you know the the, the distance is what's my barrier um so building a ramp in a route in a in an area that would take me 10 minutes to walk rather than three steps would be more disabling than enabling for me so i guess it's about being conscious about what we assume as the problem and and I say problem in, in the nicest way because I was meaning outside factors, not internal. And what we are collectively, as a society, as a group of people, telling other people they are or they aren't. Um, and I think that's, that's my thoughts this week in a nutshell. 
So I really would like feedback on this because I'm, I, I might not have made much sense and I'm sorry because I know that's quite muddled but that's been my thoughts and I, I make sense to myself I'm not always getting it out very clear um, but I guess I'm trying to say it's not for you to tell me what I am I'll define my you know my own being and my own challenges um, and it's also not for my diagnosis to tell me what my challenges are um, we should be empowering people to to kind of be individuals and adapting to people's needs and not adapting to a diagnosis so that's it um not so short and sweet but very muddled thank you so much for everybody who, who comes by takes the time to listen i hope that did make sense and if you have any thoughts feelings you know disagreements with me just share them it'd be great um it'd be great actually if somebody came on and we could have a bit of a a bit of a chinwag about it i could do one of those um but yeah that's that's my thoughts for the last week in a nutshell so take care everybody i'll catch up with you next week have a good one stay safe bye bye